Hello, I'm Julia Roach. I'm a mother of three delicious bears who are seven years old, six and four. I'm an artist. I create generally large-scale interpretive landscape works. Um, I work with oil and mixed media on canvas or cotton rag. I work between a repurposed wool shed on our family farm and work a lot outside, kind of in the elements and in the bush. I'll often work through the night as well um, to create kind of quite ethereal, moody landscapes. We uh, live, my husband and I have in the last four years um, moved back to our family farm, my family farm where I grew up, uh, which is pretty exciting. We moved back from Sydney and the, the kids love uh, living out here with all the space and we are very lucky. On a good day, my morning starts, like if I'm going to be really honest, mornings aren't great in our household. I'm not a morning person and so getting the kids to school is often mayhem. Uh, Mick's a good morning person and he'll generally hit the coffee machine as a way of luring me out of bed. Summertime, maybe I'm a little bit better, but winter I find really hard. So a good morning starts at seven. That's as early as it gets here for me. Ideally, it's more like quarter to eight, but then yeah, start, start not being able to get the kids to school on time. We are late everywhere we go, which is not an endearing kind of trait of our family. The first thing I do when I get up is hit the coffee machine. Um if Mick hasn't already made one for me to try and get me up and out of bed. I'm a coffee girl in the morning and a tea girl at night. Generally two coffees a day uh, before. I wouldn't have a coffee, I don't think, usually after lunchtime. Um, and then I love a Earl Grey or a Herbal at night. I usually start my working day if I'm not on drop-off duty. The kids go to school in town. Um, by probably generally house jobs for an hour in the morning and then it's usually a bit of reading. I might get behind the computer if I've got some research to do, if I'm preparing some writing for an art prize or for my website uh, and then I'm usually in the studio by about 11 o'clock and just depends what I'm working on. If it's um, kind of nearing the end of uh, creating a series of works for exhibition. It can be kind of finishing touches or I guess maybe aligning all the works to make sure that they speak to each other and that they feel like a cohesive series of works. Um, if I'm at the start of a project, it yeah, I could be in the research stage. Lots of concept drawings, sketches, um, might head out into the bushier parts of our property and um, mark make or collect materials to take back to the studio. Um, I've got lots of books in my space and um, yeah, lots of different paints, oils, acrylics, gouache, charcoal. So it just depends kind of what I'm working on at that, at that point in time.
we are 25 minutes uh, south of Wagga and the kids go to school, preschool, four or five days a week. Friend, the little one that preschools four days and the other two are obviously at school five days a week. So the days are relatively fragmented at the moment. Um, so I'm kind of, if I get a full day in the studio, I try and, I, I really try and enjoy that time. Um, often my work, because my work is so emotionally and process driven, I, I try and be easy on myself and not create too many rules and structures around that because that can kind of be quite stifling, I guess, in terms from an aesthetic point of view. Um, so yeah, my days, um, in the lead up to a show, Mick takes the reins on drop off and pick up a bit more so I can kind of spend a bit more focused, solid focused time in the studio. But generally I'll have maybe two full days in the studio and two half days. Our busy weeks are made easier by my incredible parents and uh, our mother and my lo- mother-in-law uh, who comes across from Adelong every second or third week. And we also have a gorgeous girl who helps on Mondays with our youngest and our beautiful fairy godmother, Cynthia, who lives down the road, who is basically just a part of the family and very integral to us not falling apart. Um yeah, we've got a terrific community here in Wagga. Lots of my really good girlfriends live here and they've got kids, so we all kind of try and help each other out, and especially in the afternoons and on weekends. And, um, you know, it's always fun catching up. It's a very social town. We're really lucky. My time for exercise. I love to jump in the pool. I love I love ocean swimming, but... Obviously, we're pretty far from the ocean here, so um, we, we've got a great pool in town, so I try and jump in the pool one or two days a week. And in the summer months, um, I play in a local water polo competition on a Monday night with, with the Raiders, and um, it's a top group of girls. And so that's a really good way of, I don't know, catching up with everyone and keeping fit. When I'm in a, in a work slump... Um, I refresh by probably just stepping back from what I what it is I'm working on and trying to um, I don't know take my mind off it so that when I come back into the space I can look at it with some with a sense of I don't know clarity some fresh eyes um, but the other part I think about artist block or, or, you know, slump days is that sometimes you just have to work through those uncomfortable emotions or whatever it is you're feeling tired, pissed off, angry, exhausted, um, or maybe, you know, in my case with art, sometimes you get, you know, a, a hard hit or some, you know, critical feedback and it's always takes time to digest. And so don't know, Every now and again, I need to retreat or, or leave the studio space just for some fresh air and some clarity um, and some and some time out. But often, I think the biggest challenge is, yeah, as I said before, just sitting through it, working through those emotions, and um, and trying to work out what it is that's making you feel uncomfortable. And and every now and again, it's that lack of confidence or that insecurity or that sense of exhaustedness that can 
every now and again just create really something really special. Um, I guess a big part of my practice is that uh, I paint plain air, so I paint outside a lot. I respond directly to nature and, and my idea and a, I guess something I aim to represent is that not everything in nature is beautiful. Our, our, our landscape is quite rugged. It's, um, at times it's fierce and, and I guess I like to represent all of that in my work and not just a pretty picture and sometimes some of those most interesting mark makes and those the, the interesting tonal qualities or palette, the colours I pick come from, you know, when I'm responding to something like the bushfires um, or the floods or, you know, working through COVID. That was obviously a really isolating period of time to work because, you know, there was, there, was no, there was no art shows on. I wasn't going to Melbourne or Sydney to um, get amongst it. The Wagga Art Gallery was pretty much close so but that was a really interesting time of development and evolution in my work as it turned out and so I think that was an important you know process for me to go through my comfort food is vegemite and avocado and toast uh, or avo and feta and a good glass of red I uh in these winter months in the cold studio, um, which, as I said, is a repurposed wool shed with drafts of wind flying through, uh, a glass of red in the afternoon, kind of what keeps me going. When I'm having a bad week, I think I retreat a little bit. Um, And as I said before, I you know, I don't know. I feel like it's just a part of life. Like you're not, you know, life, particularly with, I think, kids and living on a farm, it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster. And my, I'm probably pretty lucky because my work, I can respond to my emotional state through my, through my paintings. So it's often quite a nice time to, you know, huddle up into the studio with my favourite paints and a big canvas and get some of those feelings and emotions out onto the canvas. Um, every now and again, if I'm in a real slump, I can I can sabotage my work though. So it's, it's a fine line uh, between working through emotions and, you know, trying to keep consistent and work on my practice. Um, also sometimes I guess in that fine line between that and then knowing it's time to step back and actually just have a breather and give yourself a break because yeah I've I have seriously ruined a few works because I've just been in a mood where I lacked patience um, and any kind of foresight and I would paint over fully paint over paintings that were you know probably nearing the finish line so the next day, I find that a bit frustrating. I'm I'm, I'm learning to uh, to try and step back if I'm in that mood swing. At the moment, um, I am reading "Still Life" by Sarah Winman, uh, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, before that, I just had finished "Paper Palace" by Miranda Cowley Heller. and I loved that book. And the other one that I am obsessed with from this year, we've got a a little book club that we catch up every six weeks in town. Um, so it's 
keeping my reading on track a bit more this year, um, but was The Yield by Tara June Winch. I just found that book really special and really insightful. So definitely recommend um, The Yield. First thing I do once the kids are in bed would be collapse on the couch with a book or, uh, you know, a series if there's something good on Netflix at the, at the time. But generally, um, generally but our kids don't go to bed. You know, they're not asleep till 8.30 realistically. So usually by that, by that stage I'm pretty zonked and um, it's kind of zone out time. I usually go to bed pretty late because I'm a night owl, even though I'm exhausted and I should be jumping to bed early. Um, but, yeah, like if I'm in bed by 10.30, that's an early night for me, much to my husband's disgrace. Domestically, Mick and I are actually pretty well balanced. Um, we, I do most of the kind of shopping and cooking and he is a very good tidy upper so that's kind of how our household runs. Um, and, you know, like being on the farm makes really good. He's got, obviously, there's a lot of animals to look after. So I kind of look after our three human animals and he looks after the ones that live outside and gets the firewood, which keeps me warm and happy. I love this insight into Julia's days. It honestly makes me want to drop it all and become an artist, painting through the night in the bush with the occasional glass of red wine in the woolshed. Cold but absolutely wonderful. I know that there is no way I could do this and that this kind of profession is not easy, although it can often seem so easy from the outside looking in. Plus, Julia's work is absolutely of the highest quality. I invested in one of her works earlier this year. It hangs in our living room and I love it so much. I just get lost in it. It is absolutely magical. You can find her at juliaroach.com.au or at underscore Julia underscore Roach on Instagram. She has a solo exhibition coming up with Otomies in Melbourne on the 4th of November. Wow. And has recently completed a two-week residency at Geelong Grammar School working within the art department and with students there. <laughs>